Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are coming at you live from another fun-filled, exciting episode of the Cutting Out Early Podcast. Here we go, everybody, for the start of March. It has been a little while, but uh, we're back. We're back! Max Major, Zach Montgomery, Alex Newth, episode 54. It's been a while since... <laughs> oh, what happened? Keep it going! <laughs> I want that. Oh, it has been a while. <laughs> um, about two months, right? Two months. Two months too long. Two has it been that long? We had one. We had shows in January, mid-January. I think the last show I'll tell you right now, January twentieth. Oh, barely over a month. February is a short month. Here we go, Zach. Everything I oh man, it's good to be back. How you guys been doing? How you guys been doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. I just finished my last class of medical school. What? Are you my serious? Real, my last real class of medical school. Oh my, Zach! Congratulations. So I'm um, flying deal. pretty high on that. Yeah. That's a big deal. How did it all go? Good, I guess. You finished strong? Yeah. Well, we don't get grades, but it's just, it. as soon as you get your applications in for residency, it's P equals MD. You know, all you need to do is pass, right? So, pass equals medical degree. Anyway. Um, <laughs> is it that easy, really, right? Really, uh, it's a lot of confidence in our system here. What, what did Dr. Steve Brule say? I don't have to say anything. I'm a doctor, too. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, in June... Coming to a hospital near you. You don't really get grades, but they just look at you and say, you're, you're good to go. Give you a scalpel and you're all set. I mean, I hope for the best. Right? There's a lot of work that goes into this part of medical school. The, oh, the last sure. half of your fourth year of medical school is kind of just like typically a very relaxed you know, semester where you don't do too much. You're doing nothing crazy. You might take an elective here or there, but you're not working your ass off like you were the other three and a half years. So what about... You know, residency coming up. That's oh yeah. Be... Well, I'm not even. I'm gonna be MIA for five years. So. <laughs> Fuck your life. <laughs> exactly. That's too bad. You'll so I'm gonna it. be. I'm going to be enjoying this like relaxation period for as long as I can, and then it'll be over soon. So. <laughs> You'll get there. And never again. And never again. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, it, it's actually kind of daunting because although like residents come in, they're like. Dude, you gotta enjoy that last half of your fourth year of medical school because you will never have that kind of free time again. And I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> until, until you're like 65. Yeah, until you're retired. 
Oh, God. On some beach somewhere, half demented. You can't even, you know, put your pants on right anymore. <laughs> I want to kiss you. <laughs> yeah! Can't wait for that, right? <laughs> anyway. We did it. We okay. did it, Joe. Suck it down at night. <laughs> Alex, what about you? How, how, how's your uh, how's your winter been? Uh, cold, cold, but it's it's well, going all right. Cliche. We're we're getting ready to go on a little long weekend vacation to Vegas soon. Oh, so that's right. That. Oh, when you, when that's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming up soon. Oh um, my god, yeah, it'll be fun. Gonna go see some shows and do some hiking out in the desert. Go to some good restaurants. Really looking forward to it. Have Have you ever been to Vegas? Allegedly as a child, as a baby, but I do not uh, remember. It. Allegedly as a child? <laughs> it, was, it was a crazy weekend. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. No, I was just talking to my mom about it. I think she said I was like less than a year old, so no way I remember it. Who takes a, who takes a kid less than one year old to Las Vegas? Were you just passing through? I don't know. My how much did you lose? Really like Vegas. How so. much did you lose on the tables? Yeah, how, how was it there? <laughs> my life saving. <laughs> Your life saving. Yeah, all the all the bonds I got when I was born. You're gonna have a blast, man. How about the, you, Max? You just the, got back from a trip, right? Uh, I did. The bar exam has been completed. Thank God. Uh, that was not the uh, most enjoyable uh, January and February for that reason alone. Everything else was great, but that one, it takes it just a damper. And took the bar, donezo, took that last week. And yeah, uh, Martin and I went to Chicago for the weekend and just a little getaway. Nothing. Did you say Mart or Marta? Marta. Okay. I thought you said Mart. <laughs> Marts. Either way. Oh, Marts. Marts. Oh, okay. Marta. Okay. Okay. Either way. But we had a great time. We went to Chicago <laughs> and, you know, just just a quick little weekend getaway. Nothing nothing extravagant. Just, you know, walked around. But, man, oh, man. I, I will say this. You, you know I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a good steak. It's it's tough for me to pass up a, a really good steak if there's one in the vicinity. Of course. And I consider Chicago. Ooh, oh, yeah. I know. Shocking. You red meat? No. <laughs> I consider Chicago like you know the, the the state capital probably of the world. Honestly, it, it really probably, it probably is. Why Chicago? I mean, that's really where like the Chicago steakhouse, the butchers, the the meat packing facilities. That's all Chicago. And I'm gonna fact check you. Look, I mean, look it up. You know, unofficial state capital of the world. All right, all I right. would say Chicago. Okay. Or you want to say you know like Kobe Japan? That, that's fine. No, no, no. Hereford, Texas, is the beef capital of the world. Take me out to dinner. <laughs> up, baby? Take me out to dinner. <laughs> Alex, no, nobody's heard of bumfuck Texas, wherever that is. Or it's called Hereford. Hereford. And I typed in state capital of the world, and that's what Google told me. Break. <laughs> you know why? Because there was probably somebody in Texas who had like a 200-ounce steak, and he ate it in two hours and got his meal free, and they probably have that deal down 200 there. 200-ounce steak? I'm just guessing. Who knows? Holy cow. I don't know. But there's probably some, like, we have, it's probably like the biggest steak or something, so they're going to claim themselves as the state capital of the world. No, no, no. It, it, Chicago. Oh. Chicago's where it's at. Went to Bavette's. Bavette's was fantastic. Uh, a great, uh, I, I had the, the, what was it, like the 42-day dry-aged ribeye with the bone. Marta had the ribeye as well. Not that one, a different ribeye. They were both equally good. 
and great salad service, mac and cheese, the cocktails, the whole nine yards. It was it was unbelievable. Um, so that was uh, so much fun. Did they have table side uh, Caesar? No table side Caesar there. That's too bad. I know, I know. But nobody got the Caesar actually. Uh, I got the wedge, and Marta got this uh, apple uh, salad, I believe. It was really good. I tried it. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Everything was perfect. And then uh, we went to the Laugh Factory, which I've never been to. I've always gone to Second City in Chicago for, like, the improv and the skits. But the Laugh Factory, it's just young stand-up comedians going up on stage for 15 minutes doing a little routine. It sounds like a good time. It was, it was a blast. I, I was laughing my ass off. I loved it. It was a great idea. And yeah, we we had so much fun. You can go there anytime you want. Is it just always, they always have somebody coming up? Or? No, I mean there's there's shows every every night, seven days a week. Yeah. But you gotta buy tickets. And yeah. yeah, I mean there's there's always somebody around. Yeah. There's always somebody. I mean, you know, there are people you really never heard of. Yeah, yeah. They're still funny. Yeah. I mean, it's a good time. It's it's a small little club, and yeah, it was it was a great time. Great time. Easy drive. Beautiful weather. Beautiful. By the way, I have a CNN travel article up here of the 12 best U.S. cities for meat lovers. Oh, my God. oh let me hear that. Is, number one is New York. That's that's cliche. I I don't care what they say. That's cliche. <laughs> number two is Kansas City. Okay, That's for barbecue. Yeah. Chicago is way, way, way down at number three. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's okay. pretty good. Well, listen, the, 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 the number two, that's all barbecue. Number one, that's just New York. New York gotta put themselves number one. The article's probably written in New York, so Chicago is essentially the top for steak specifically. I'm gonna look up the uh, author now to see where he's. <laughs> oh my god! Can you go to other cities? I'm curious, Alex. Like, I, if I'm gonna plan another trip, I'd, I'd like to know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll run down the list. So, like I said, we start off with New York, then Kansas City, then Chicago. Coming in at four is Austin, Texas. Okay, I can see that. That's barbecue and steak. Oh, wait, really. this this kind of and a surprise. Steak. Uh, you know, guess guess the state of where you think this city is in, because I I don't think you'll guess the city itself. Number five. Yeah. Uh, is it gonna be one? Is it North Carolina? It is. Oh, wow, good job. Because Carolina barbecue is huge. It's all vinegar based. Mm. Not my. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So do you have a guess on the city then? Is it Raleigh? No, it's it's Lexington. Which oh, okay. I've never even heard of Lexington, North Carolina. Sure, there's a Lexington every state. <laughs> It really is. <laughs> Where's uh? Where does Tennessee, like Memphis, or uh? Sure. Yeah. So six, we have L.A. Um, seven is L.A. Memphis. Yeah. What L.A.? You don't. You get like a vegan bowl. Or something. Just, um, Do you have like any couscous? Pure, Maybe some like seafood. Just population. <laughs> so seven is Memphis. Yep. Seven's Memphis. Eight is Philly. Okay. Well, Philly cheese With the steak. beef steak. Sure, I guess. sure. And, you know, I, I guess. Where are the Coney dogs? Yeah, does that count as a meat? <laughs> I mean, the why not? The Chicago entry did mention hot dogs. It's got to be like 10% meat, right? A, a Coney dog? At least, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the other have sawdust and whatever, but. Yeah, I mean, maybe 15%. You know, we can pray. <laughs> if it's over 20%, I'll be shocked. Hey, if somebody calls it meat, it's meat. 100%. <laughs> Nine is Tampa. Okay. I, eh, weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what my response is to that. Not yeah. I just maybe I just don't know enough. Maybe I'm out of the loop on something. Tampa's just Ten is Vegas, which I'm surprised it's so far down. I feel like the Vegas steakhouse is Vegas should really be big. higher. Vegas should be higher. Vegas is huge on steakhouses, hundred percent. Eleven is Fort Worth. Okay. Okay. 12, that makes sense. Omaha. Okay. Nebraska. That makes sense too. I get that. 
Okay. All right. Those are probably good steaks too, oh, right? Man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, in uh, in Fort Worth, we remember we were there, at Fort Worth. Um, but oh, that's barbecue. I know, yeah. but did you come with us to that barbecue place? Yeah, um, we, yeah, we went together. Lockhart's. 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 Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was one of my favorite barbecues I've ever had. It was very good. Not related to the Lockhart's in Royal Oak, which I know some of you may be thinking, but this is Fort Worth Lockhart. Unbelievable. <laughs> I I couldn't get over that. I still think about that. Yeah, that was courtesy of my uh, good friend Sam that lives in Dallas. Oh, shout out to Sam. How's he doing? Uh, probably good. I haven't talked to him in a while. The listeners of the show are really well. interested in how Sam is doing. That's stupid. Anyway, okay. Well, Bing bang. <laughs> oh, man. I want to see some snaps of those steaks when you go to uh, Las Vegas, Alex. Please. Oh, yeah. We're going to uh, Joe Vacari's Andiamo Italian Steakhouse at the D Las Vegas. Yeah. Please take a picture of your meal. We'll uh, we'll post it on Instagram so everyone can just uh, drool over it. That'd be a good idea. Make sure like your that, phone sure. eats first. Oh, hundred percent. That's a, that's <laughs> an unwritten rule. Come on now. You know, speaking of Joe Vacari, he has a new restaurant in town that my mom was telling me about. Have you heard about this, Max? Because you're always in touch with the uh, restaurant scene in Detroit. I, I've been but, reading the Free Press over the past month, and they did their list of like the top ten new restaurants in in the city. And those are those are uh, interesting, but I have not seen this one specifically. I'm very curious about this though. It's called the Statler. It's the French. It's a French American bistro at the um, I think the City Club Apartments. Does that sound right? I have no idea. Um, Never heard of them. Never heard of it. But the early reviews, because I think it just recently opened. I mean, look really good. Four point eight stars on Google. Wow. which is pretty impressive. Um, only 32 reviews so far, so okay. got to get those numbers up. But uh, they're good out, off the bat. I'm impressed by it. Uh, let's, let's open up this menu. Let's see what looks Oh, this good. is right by Campus Martius, right? Oh, is it right downtown? Yeah, this is. I think this is right off of Campus Martius, the area oh, right there I'm, with those two tall buildings. I am all over this. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, 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 Grand Circus Park. French-American Bistro? Man, oh, man. With a name like Joe Vicari behind it, how could it be bad? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, in this in this picture here, they really, really did a nice job uh, sprucing up those apartments. They don't look that nice in real life. <laughs> <laughs> don't you love the artist rendition of how it's going to look? Yeah, yeah. Look up the artist rendition for the LCA when they were building that. And now compare it to an aerial shot now. I think there's a pretty big disparity. <laughs> All these trees and neighborhoods and shopping centers and storefronts and apartments and condos. Whatever happened to all that? Oh yeah, the uh, what 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 is that called though? It's called something else. It's um what, District D- Detroit. District Detroit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. It but never came through. Yeah, we're just kind of turning a blind eye to it. No big deal. All all these promises made to the city, but yeah, whatever. You know, parking structure's fine. It's these empty funny. these empty lots are doing great. It's funny. I so I I go for a run. Um. My running route is cast right behind LCA when, yeah. I'm, when I run in my apartment downtown. And um, right behind LCA, there's just this old white house that shouldn't be there. It's like literally on like neighbors with LCA. <laughs> and it's old, decrepit. There's a van in the front lawn. It looks like it's falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody who bought the house like five or six years ago saying, uh, they're not going to take this house. And yeah, they're waiting for a multi-million dollar offer to buy just, it out. Yeah, they're just sitting on it. And it's just a you know a piece of trash just sitting there it's 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 hilarious well i'm I'm glad to see that plan went through perfectly (laughs) i'm sure those offers are just flying in there i mean the other side of lca is really nice it has some nice apartments on the other side of woodward this was not what was promised yeah that is true 
Anyway. Alex, I'm curious because you put these new restaurants in here, and, and what other ones did you have here? Did you try any oh. of these here? No, no, no. So my, my mom was just telling me about these new restaurants. And of course, every time my mom tells me about a new restaurant, she goes, well, has Max tried it yet? <laughs> I love that about your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the go-to guy for the restaurants and your mom knows it. Oh, what, I love it. What bothers me the most is she'll ask me for a restaurant recommendation, but she won't ask me. She'll say, can you ask Max for a restaurant recommendation? <laughs> and I go, mom, I know good restaurants too. I can tell you what he'd say. And she <laughs> goes, you get oh, your daddy just, on the phone. Just, just <laughs> Ask him if he's been there. I just want to know if he's tried it yet. <laughs> I'll let her know. I'd love to go to this new Vicari one. I'm all over it. Uh, you should take her. She'd like that. Okay. Okay. What else? Um, but she was telling me that the London Chop House, and this is something I would expect you to know, is opening up a sister restaurant upstairs. She said she saw an article about it somewhere, but I cannot find any information on it to save my life. Upstairs? I, I have no idea, Alex. Yeah, I'm I'm Googling New London Chop House restaurant, London Chop House sister restaurant, just typing in London Chop House into the news. Oh. Can we call portion her? Of Google. Can we call her and try to get some verification on this? She didn't even know a name of it or anything like that. She won't be able to give any more information than I have. So, so if anyone knows of a of Oh a, wait, 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 right here. The what? sister restaurant to the uh at Caucus Club. No, th- no, that's across the street. Oh, no, that's different. Wow. That's, that's the different. existing one, but they're opening a new one, apparently. The Caucus Club is where everyone went when the London Chop House was full. I guess we'll go across the street to the Caucus Club. That's how you go to the Caucus Club. <laughs> you say, I guess we'll go across the it's street. It's not worth the trip, but if you have to eat there, you have to eat there. That's where Barbara Streisand got her start back in the 60s, if you can believe that. At the Caucus Club. She Doing what? Sing there. Singing. Oh, my God. She's a singer. <laughs> she was a singer. She's kind of still a singer. <laughs> she kind of always has been a singer, kind of. But I have no idea about this. You're, you know what? Uh, I, I'll talk to your mom. Never heard of him, Max. We'll try to get to the bottom of this because, it, believe me, London Chop House, anything they do is fantastic. So I'm all over that, but uh, I'm not so sure she's right about this one. I'm not so sure. Well, she must have heard it somewhere. Yeah. So I'm hoping somebody, one of our listeners, maybe your mom read the same article my mom read. Okay, we'll see. I mean, I I read almost every article that's written in the free press in the Detroit News. So if it wasn't there, oh, I this guy well, knows how to read. <laughs> Just I'm always on those sites, so keeping up on it. What is uh this new one, Zach, that you put? Oh, the savvy sliders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually kind of a funny thing. So that's across... not a new restaurant. No, no, it's a chain. It's yeah. a chain, and I I think they have a couple spots across metro detroit but yeah they do they just opened one across literally across the street from my apartment oh and it's it's right where the checkers used to be it sounds dangerous i know (laughs) well it's actually kind of named like so they're known they they obviously have sliders they're called savvy sliders but they're known for their chicken like right below like the name savvy sliders is like famous chicken or something like that oh these pictures Oh my god, their yeah. menu looks unbelievable. I went there for the first time, so it's it's, you a, did? it's fast food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Yeah, and the I went sliders. through the I went through the drive through. Oh, savvy sliders, fast food. You don't say. <laughs> yeah, what a shock. Well, it could be like a Five Guys. Well, five Guys is fast food. Yeah, is that not fast food? Well, it doesn't have a drive through. You don't have a drive through at Five Guys. You have to like actually go into the restaurant. Oh, this is a drive through. Yeah, okay. is it drive through only? 
No, no, you can go and sit down. Okay, well, they okay. have like two tables in there. It's mostly for the drive-through. Okay, okay. It was packed what by the this way. This menu, this is incredible. What? They're not what like variety. What, listen. It, here's here's what I have to say about sliders. Sliders. Okay. This is coming from somebody who's probably done a total of maybe 20 hours lifetime research on Detroit slider history. Okay. So I know all about the slider scene in Detroit. Now, this is have not... You, have you ever tried Savvy Sliders before? I have not. I have not tried Savvy Sliders. This is not your typical White Castle, not your typical Tellway, not your typical Greens, not your typical um, uh, Hunter House, uh, not your typical Bates. It has a very modern feel to the to the drive-thru. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is like a little more gourmet slider. Yeah, right? yeah, you know, yeah. Not like the greasy reel. Like, there you go. And uh, so... When we like got, a drive-through green dot almost. Uh, kind of actually. I, yeah, that, now, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good comparison. Now, don't get me wrong. I have heard that Savvy Sliders, you know, despite the fact that they're not the, like the White Castle classic slider, Savvy Sliders still really, really good. So I, I got, I got, uh, like their simple box or their simple order or whatever. It's like their number one, like their normal order. And then I also tried their chicken because, of course, they have the famous chicken. That sounds good. I'll and have um, I actually gave Becca the slider box, and I didn't get to eat the sliders until they were cold, and I was eating the chicken. Oh, that's not a good. good I know, way to judge I know. It. So I, but the chicken was really good. Was it? Yeah, for fast food chicken. Okay. I was very impressed. Wow. Which which chicken dish did you order? Just like the chicken fingers, the it was like the number eighteen or twelve or something like that. I forget. Oh, chicken fingers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. They have a Mediterranean chicken. That sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> and I was eating, so I was eating around everybody, like people at the party, and I was like, I didn't want to eat all those chicken fingers myself. So I was what at the party? Yeah, yeah. We had a. There was a bit of a like a impromptu birthday party for Becca. Her birthday was the 18th, so what, it was a get, while ago. Did but, you get enough sliders for everybody? No, they already ate. I asked them if they wanted anything. Oh, they already ate. So you're just showing up to a party with food. For well, yourself. yeah, I had to eat. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Just anyway. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for the invite, by the way. Yeah, no service. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, Ridiculous. But they said it was good too. So I mean, I was free, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I didn't have much going on. <laughs> the chicken was good. Get doctors only. Alex. I I didn't get it. Becca. So Becca Sorry. tried both the sliders and the chicken. I'm trying to ignore you guys. I'm talking talk through this. I'm but, listening. Uh, um, Becca tried the sliders and the chicken. She said that the sliders water. <laughs> Were actually better than the chicken, but when she tried the sliders when they were warm, so <laughs> this is just inappropriate. So she got your, she got the seal of approval. She she gave savvy sliders a seal of approval. Yeah, she liked the them. She liked them. Okay, yeah. and you like the chicken, and I like the chicken. So next time you're gonna flip flop, right? Hopefully, you get the chicken and you try the sliders. Yeah, absolutely. And you All can right. get you, it comes with an order of fries, and you can like put seasoning on the fries. Like you can get normal fries, but I also got like a Cajun fries. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty good. Yeah, I do love Cajun fries. Yeah. But the, pretty but, fancy. But when I roll pretty up, fancy for a drive-thru. We, when I roll up to the drive-thru, like, I'm late for this party. Like I'm sh- He's rolling I'm, up. Yeah. I, I roll in, and the guy, <laughs> the, the, the lady in front of me Savvy. is spending 15 minutes ordering food. Oh, God. I don't know if she was telling him her life story Your or place. what. She's never been there before. Well, I know, but it Give was just, it was, it was so long. I was like, what could you possibly be ordering? And then I finally get there. 
and I, you know, I'm starting to order, and it, it's like a, it's like a Chick Fil A kind of service feel. Okay. Where they were trying to be very polite, yeah. very appropriate. Oh, yeah. would you like anything else with that, sir? Sure. You're served with Cajun fries, blah blah blah. He's giving me all the <laughs> options. And it He's worked. Like, the upselling worked. Well, apparently. yeah, I wouldn't have ordered no the Cajun. Fifteen minutes. I wouldn't have ordered the Cajun fries without <laughs> it, but I was in a rush too. So I'm like trying to get this guy to shut up, and they're just like, dude, I just want to. Box the sliders, and I want a box of the chicken. I want to get the hell out of here. And I'm like trying to like get him through it. And yeah. He's like giving me the whole spiel. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm, I'm here with one goal. I just need you to shut up and let me get these sliders, and I need to get out of here. And so anyway, I told you about that lady. Looks like a nice little guy, actually. <laughs> he he was he was new and he was trying. It was it was okay. Yeah, good but, for him. And anyway, I told you about the girl who spent 15 minutes ordering in front of me. She rolls up to the window. And she grabs her order. It's like a little box, like just one box. Like I don't know, you could fit it um, in you your hand. Kidding me? In your hand, the she guy had a hard had, time choosing. That's I don't. What it was. I don't know what the hell was going on. I he handed it to her. It was like the smallest meal I've ever seen. And then she drives off. But it took her 15 minutes to get a small little box like that. It was I, absolutely ridiculous. I don't, you know, I think the lesson here is we could all use with a little bit of patience in our life. <laughs> well, I was also in a rush, so I was just trying this to get this woman. She's a basket case. <laughs> I don't, for the life of me, understand people who take an absurd amount of time in a drive-through. A, a drive-through is supposed to be quick, efficient. I've been in drive-throughs before. Somebody's in front of me, you know, five, ten minutes doing their order. Like I, they're like thinking, like they they, they they didn't even consider what they were eating until the person's asking them. Like yeah, like what would you like to order? Like. Oh, nobody's ever asked me that before. Oh, I, I'm not sure. Uh, boy, oh boy, you're, you're going to have to give me a bit here. I, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> and then it's like 10 minutes later, they go ahead and they do their thing. I get up there and I'm like, you know, whatever I want. I know what I want. 30 seconds. Boom. Yeah, the only excuse what, what you can is, have where, is... Where's the excuse? If you have a car full of kids, you know, or a car full of passengers that are also thinking about their order, then you have to say, all right, give me a second. But at the same time, when you're actually doing the order, it should probably take you like maybe like 30 seconds to finish that. We'll say a good tip, gather orders before you even pull in the place. Like, write them down before you go. I mean, if they're hammered in the backseat, it's kind of hard. They're hammered in the backseat. Oh, then you don't don't even bother. You just order for them. (laughs) Listen, you're going to get two McChickens, two McDoubles, and you're going to be happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) And they will be. Yeah, You you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, they're going to be pumped. That's absolutely for sure. You cannot go wrong with that. I had no idea you were going to ask me that. Well, let's see. You know, what's in your beef? What, what, what do you make it with? Are, are there any preservatives? Has it ever been frozen? I, I, I guarantee you that's what the girl in front of me was asking because it didn't make any sense that you could be this long for just a small order. Stewie, I'm not really much of a fast food eater. Yeah? Can you read my mind? Can you tell what I'm thinking right now? I'm thinking shut up and get a salad. <laughs> I want some McNuggets. We'll get to you, Brent. I want a hamburger. No, a cheeseburger. I want a hot dog. I want a milkshake. You'll get nothing and like it. Uh, hello? Yes, welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you? Oop, hailing frequencies open, huh? <laughs> Zach was behind this person. Uh, yeah, we're going to get uh, uh, two McChicken sandwiches and a Diet Coke and... Uh, uh, what do you want, Michael? A McDLT. No, I already told you they don't make those anymore. <laughs> you know, happening. sometimes it's a regional thing. You gotta ask. <laughs> no McDonald's anywhere makes a McDLT anymore. <laughs> I'd love a shamrock shake if they got any of those. It's September, Jonathan. <laughs> Stewie, can I take this <laughs> headband off? No, LeVar, you're blind. That's the only way you can see. I'm just saying they have all the ingredients for a McDLT. <laughs> just hang on, all right? There's a lot of us. It, there's a lot of It's Zach. a big order. That is me, that is me <laughs> honking in the back. It's three o'clock. <laughs> Some of them serve breakfast all night. No! Breakfast all day. <laughs> Do they have beer? 
<laughs> they just order inside. Where did these people come from? <laughs> did you guys celebrate Fat Tuesday today at all? No, I didn't actually. Well, I, I had donuts yesterday. Over. Did you really? Yeah. Not 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 punchies, but no I had punchies. donuts yet. I had donuts yesterday. Well, I guess that's something. It what, is. What about you, Alex? No, I had a salad for lunch. Oh, oh man. Is that like? But I might I might need to go to Meyer and pick up a punchki or something. I'm I'm feeling like Meyer. I need one. Meyer. Well, just wherever I can get one. That's gonna be open once yeah, we're done. They sell those ones at Meyer. Yeah. Where do you get yours, Max? I don't really care. I don't really get punchkies. You don't eat them. Well, then you can't turn your nose up at us. Yeah, what are you talking about? Well, Max doesn't eat punchies. I've never heard this. You have before. no ground to stand on. I'm not the biggest punchki fan. You know why not? I, I don't know. I'd prefer. I, I, I'm not a big jelly fan. I well, know you don't eat jelly. Well, then what do you get with? I, I don't want custard either. Why not? I just not. I'm just not. It's not my cup of tea. Custard's rather, the best. I'd rather have. I'd, I'd honestly rather have like a plain donut, like a cinnamon roll. If if I was gonna splurge a little bit. That, that that just be me. if I'm going to a donut shop and they have punch keys and cinnamon rolls and those like those braided twists those like you know those just glazed whatever I'm, you'd I'm rather have that. like a cinnabon than yeah, a punch key not a cinnabon this is an interesting question actually I saw a post on Barstool like a week or two ago and no, they said I if you only have one donut for the rest of your life <laughs> what would you want yeah I saw that too I saw that what was your guys' choice. It's like the chocolate eclair. Mine's like the you know the chocolate on top, custard in the middle. You like that long yeah. John? Is that what it's called, long John? Well, the long ones, that. but then there's also just a Boston cream round. Or one. Boston cream, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I said eclair. Give a me a cinnamon thing. roll. Does a cinnamon roll count? I'll take a I mean, it, put a cinnamon roll it, in there. Cinnamon roll was not on their list of oh. possibilities. I don't know. Then one, just I mean, just something glazed, something simple. You know, I, I'm not a big complicated donut guy. It just, you know, I I like, like things a cake simple. donut or like a cruller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably I, I do like cake donuts. Remember remember Adams uh in the, the morning of his wedding oh, when, yeah, when those I got were, those, those donuts. Those were pretty good. Those were cake donuts. I'm a huge fan of those. Daily dozen. Shout out to Daily Dozen. And <laughs> man, oh man, were those good. But I don't know. If I were to eat a punch key, I I do like just I mean the classic strawberry filling. The the, the strawberry filling is good. I'll, I'll take that. But is that your preferred flavor of punch key? If, if I had to pick one, that I mean I I guess it's the classic. You can do cherry. I like cherry, blueberry, but those are not as traditional. Uh, the strawberries traditional. Going a little wild, yeah. Yeah. So I you know I, I I'm not a custard <clears throat> guy. I I don't like the custard in there. Really. So I'll take the I'll take the strawberry. This is not for me. What what about what oh. about you? Favorite custard. Punch key? Mine's a custard. Custard yeah. all day. Custard all day. And the only one who doesn't like custard here, I guess. That's shocking. Yeah, I don't know how you, you don't. Custard is the best. It's the so jelly good. just sometimes just doesn't taste right. I don't it's know like, what it is. It's like too sweet. It's almost like too much, you know? Yeah. That's what I don't like about it. Well everyone goes it's down. It's sticky too. It's really sticky. Everyone goes down it gets to everywhere. what is it, New Palace Bakery in Hamtramck? I got that, Zach. I got it. Did you? <laughs> I, I got it. But but is it New Palace? Is that is that what it is? It's something like that. There's also East Detroit Bakery. That's a Polish bakery on um on Nine Mile, Nine Mile. right across from uh, uh Detroit Wing Company, right there in Nine Mile, just past Kelly. So mm. another great plot, another great spot. Yeah. Used to go there all the time. Their donuts are top notch. If you want to get a good custard yeah. donut, Zach, a good Boston cream uh, donut, go there. But yeah, I mean, as far as like the original OG New Palace Bakery is it, but you can get punch keys anywhere. I don't know. I, it's just, it's not my go-to donut. And I did, I did not have one today. So. It's only one day a year that they make I these know. things, right? Like they know. Know, you never hear about it like in, in March no, or 
excuse me, it is March, but like midsummer, yeah, yeah, midsummer, yeah, no chances, midsummer, <laughs> one in twelve, and I fucked up. Uh, <laughs> midsummer, no one's like, you know, I could really go for a punchki right now. No one says that. It doesn't no. happen. No, it's definitely not a summer food anyway. Yeah, and I think it's like a Michigan thing too. Well, it's a Polish thing. Yeah, we just have a big Polish population here. So I think that's part of it. Becca's from California, obviously. She yeah. had no idea what they were really? when she came here. Yeah. Well, then down in New Orleans, it's Mardi Gras today, so that's their they big thing. They have a thing. king cake. The what, Alex? A king cake. What the hell is a king cake? I have no idea. You've never heard of a king cake? No. It's it's what they make them down in Louisiana. They're these round cakes with um, green, purple, and yellow icing all over it. And they put a little plastic baby jesus inside of it oh my god and what whoever's whoever's piece gets the little plastic baby jesus is the winner and they get like a wish or something it looks like a bun cake they get a i don't know wish. what that is i've never seen that it's a big bun cake that's what it is right it's got like this weird glaze on it here Max, yeah this no, is what they good. look like let they're really see. good let me see it's like a, a twisted kind of cake i'm, I'm probably butchering the description that does not so, look appealing um, that that does not look like a, that does not look like something I would ever want. Green, purple, and orange have to be the worst <laughs> colors for food. There well, are. It's Mardi Gras color. I, I mean, isn't that Mardi Gras color? Yeah, I, I understand, but that's that's still the worst colors you can possibly not, have on food. It's not a food color. Not a food color. Listen, okay, anything you, you would like it. You would like it. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's I'm great. Sure, I guess. Regional favorites. What can I say? Regional favorites. Oh, God. <laughs> But yeah, tomorrow starts uh, Lent. We have Ash yeah. Wednesday. You guys giving anything up? I can't anything believe it's already here. I don't know. I, I have a little, I have a few hours to decide, so <laughs> we'll see. I'm not sure yet. Giving up carbs? Mm, I already have. No, oh, so you can't give it up for Lent if you already gave it up. Yeah. I gave up alcohol for February. Isn't it dry January? Yeah, but I did dry February instead. <laughs> February's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> No, February's closer to the <laughs> bar pick, exam. You know, I got to give it to him that. He did pick the shortest <laughs> month of the year to give up drinking. No, no, Good for no. you, Max. It's all about timing of what I had to do. I was not going to – I just thought, you know, bar exam at the end of February, I'll just stop there, and I, it worked, so that was fine. Yeah. but Came in with a cleaner head. Yeah, I thought so at least. Um, so I don't know. I got a few hours, though. We'll see. We'll see. But, you know, it's 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 kind of annoying that – Wait, wait. Hold on. What's Alex giving up? Oh, that's true. I, I was thinking about doing caffeine. Oh, that's tough. That's easy. Yeah, no, it'd be really tough. That would I be, drink a lot of coffee. That would be really, really hard. <laughs> Damn. I can't imagine Come giving on, up Zach. coffee. You can do it. If I could get a caffeine for Lent? Sure. I think it'll incentivize me to uh, improve my sleep schedule. 40 that's, days. That's the thought process. 40 days. Your sleep schedule, Alex, what do you mean? Like, I stay up too late, then I wake up and I'm tired, so I drink coffee. Well, if I don't have coffee as a crutch, I have to go to bed at a reasonable time. And... Oh, I see. So you're not you're not drinking coffee too late and you can't sleep. You're doing it so you have to go to sleep early, basically. Yeah. I yeah. feel like, well, caffeine is one of those things that you need, the first week is going to be brutal, but it should be okay after that, I think. Alex drinks coffee because he has to, not because he wants to. He'll get that withdrawal headache. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you probably wouldn't would say too. it's because no, I, I have to. It's it's more just a, a ritual, and I'm just so used to it. I don't know what my life would be like without coffee. Oh my God. Maybe you should give it up. <laughs> I think that might be for the, for the best. It's part of waking up in the morning. No, it's nice to like sit down and well, if you work at home and have a cup of coffee. That's true. Or sip on my little, it. My little treat. Is that what you're giving no. up to, Zach? 
No, I have to think about it. Mm. Maybe. I mean, I don't have anything to do this month, so it'd be a bad month for me to give up coffee. It'd be like, okay, I'll just sleep an extra hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to teach you a lesson. No. <laughs> oh, well. We got some time. We got some time. But there, there was so mm-hmm. much missed. A few hours. <laughs> there was so much missed uh, over the past couple months, and we can't really cover everything here. But past month. We, it was only one month. It, it, was, it was just over and a month. And our Instagram right. story has been... You know, kind of keeping up with yeah. things. Uh, yeah. We did We did not give Super Bowl predictions. We were supposed to do that. We didn't do that. Follow us on Instagram, please. We're gonna, we're putting out content. Thank you to Zach, too. And well, call yeah. our social media well, department, really, picking it up. Call out his uh, misspellings. story. Call out his misspellings and grammar mistakes, because that's part of the Listen, fun. Listen, it's... it's and, and they're frequent. It's, <laughs> it's part of the social media experience that it's yeah. not... It's not perfect. Yeah, you know. That's mi- what it's like. Misspellings and, uh, yeah. you know, Spellings grammar. Wrong, I mean, what, the social errors. media director is an idiot. What can you do? <laughs> They're all factual. Actually, I don't think I've put anything up there that's false. It is hard no matter how much you try. Oh! And I, the thing is, I really try to be neutral when I post on the story. Oh, it's, bull it's really, It's really hard. Bullshit. It's really oh, hard when Zach. Jim Harbaugh tries to make a run at the Vikings, and it's hard for me not Try to, to bring out my Howard inner Sparty. clocks, the assistant coach. Well, I mean, yeah, clocks, I give me a break. <laughs> clocks, Alex. I, 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 Next is going to be out. He took he took out a Colt 45, and, man, he just, just downed him. Well, he's he is a, he is a... It's turned into a, from a slap to a punch to... <sighs> boy. That escalated quickly. He is pretty unhinged. <laughs> Clocked him. Give me a break. Well, did, it, well, it doesn't matter. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're not making the tournament anyway. Well, oh, 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 there is a big game tonight. There is a big game. Do you want to get into that? I was going to see if we could try to do a little Super Bowl stuff before since the Super Bowl already happened. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the Super Bowl. There's first. nothing to really t- what, what are we supposed to talk about? The, the, the- <laughs> I don't know. You brought it up, Max. <laughs> That's got to be the best intro into a show topic we've ever had. You, know, you guys want to talk about the Super Bowl? Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Well, there's nothing really to talk about. It was over. <laughs> the Rams won. Are, are, are you? Do you have Stafford fatigue, or are you still like good for Stafford? We're no. happy for. Let's get my Ram Stafford jersey on right now. No, like, first of all, those are ridiculous. I, I know. Anybody who has any kind of self respect, I would wear one ironically because I think it's kind of funny that they were actually yeah. made. You I know, know you know, like a year from now, if someone has like a Detroit Rams shirt, it's kind of it's funny. So obnoxious! It's kind of so funny. So obnoxious! But if you're actually seriously like that, that's kind of wild. Yeah, but Agreed. um, no, I I think I yeah I think I'm done with the Stafford debates because you they're so, they were getting so old on like 97 one. Every show was like, well, he's gonna win this game, but does that actually mean he done anything? He had all that help, and it's just like it's such bullshit. It's like, dude, I'm sick. It's of over. It. It's I'm over. sick of it. He's I'm, gone. I'm so, I'm, the fatigue is at an all time. I'm 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 sick of all the the, the fanfare. And I mean, good, good for them. They won. Kelly's happy. I Matthew's was, I happy. I was rooting for him because he. I like him as a person. I think he's a good yeah. player. Yeah. And I think he was kind of mistreated here in Detroit. Well, mismanaged. I guess the the coaching and the rest of the team probably most most of the time. I'm not trying to get into a debate here. We're horrible, <laughs> but um. I don't know. I, I think more than anything, it was more embarrassing for like the Ford family. Like, oh yeah, you had this guy for twelve years, <laughs> and then you let so. him go one year, and now he's you know a Super Bowl champion. And then we'll we'll make a deal where we get their draft pick. Uh, so that's yeah, very last place, last draft, last in the first round, in the first round. Yeah, yeah. The, 
do you subscribe to the fact that Brand Holmes uh, hooked up his boys by sending him the trade? I don't know. I was hearing that take on ninety-seven no. one, like after they won. Trade worked out pretty well for us, to be honest. You think so, Alex? I think so. Yeah, I'm happy with the trade outcome. <clears throat> I, I mean, know. it's a lot better than being like Green Bay, where I mean, Ro- like Rogers is holding them hostage and they can't trade him, basically. LA is just not a football town. You see that parade, the the turnout. Yeah, it was embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. Well, no one in LA cares. And then that photographer who fell, and Matthew turns around and walks away, and then Kelly tries to help her up. You know yeah, what I'm talking about? She broke her spine, but yeah. she's racist, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. She, she was canceled. She got canceled yeah. while she was in spine surgery. <laughs> you, you, you know what? You want to know something? We never would have found out she was racist unless she broke her spine. <laughs> so it's kind of a blessing in disguise. We're, we're able to kind of get somebody else canceled. We never would have known. There would have been a racist just walking around broad daylight. We, we, would have, we would have been no idea. Oh my god! Can you imagine like waking up and you're just like you're like you just broke your spine. You know you were like this big celebrity, or you were nothing before this. Now you're a yeah. big celebrity, and then all of a sudden you're canceled. And she comes out of surgery, ma'am, ma'am. We're, we're we're gonna have to release you. We found these old tweets. We, we, we can't associate our hospital with you right now. We're trying to help you, and and here you are tweeting about this ten years ago. No, That's pretty you're, wild. you're done. You're done. Yeah. It's Imagine true. the doctor comes in, ma'am, we, we found something while you were around. <laughs> oh, my God. What what did you find? Uh, some tweets from 2012. <laughs> so Matthew Stafford for turning away is now he was first the villain. Now he's the hero. Yeah. Because thank God. And is Kelly now the villain because she's helping a racist try to get some help? And they Maybe. set up a GoFundMe for her. And the, the Staffords came out and said, we'll pay for it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. That's horrible. They shouldn't be doing that. You know, why Why is there a GoFundMe and the Staffords are paying for it? So, what? She's going to get the GoFundMe money just just for fun I don't money? Know. Maybe. Has the has the GoFundMe been canceled? I'd hope so. I'd hope so. Would, She's racist. Uh, well, I would hope it's canceled for that, and it's canceled for the Staffords paying for it. So, it's a, it's a double whammy. Yeah, from my understanding, she also broke her cameras or something like that, and they were pretty expensive. Expensive cameras so that was part of the gofundme was she wanted new cameras and spine surgery well, i don't know which one's more important she's not gonna be working anyway so nobody <laughs> stafford's bought both so it's okay anyway I don't know. the super bowl is done i mean i, I you I like the halftime show max oh yeah big fan and see, I thought it was your, great. that's right up your alley i thought it was great i'm yeah. all over that it was good stuff that was so good that was so best halftime show i've ever seen easy really you think the best that i've seen yeah, it's probably up there. It's probably up there. It what, was, it what was fantastic. It? Um, I, I well, when Prince played, ugh, oh yeah, that was awesome. When yeah, Tom Petty he played, Purple I Rain while was, it was raining in Arizona. Yeah, when Tom Petty played, oh man, I thought that was great as well. But they were all very good. I don't think they were as entertaining as this one, though. This this one was perfect. It it, it was. I loved it. I really did. It did a nice job. I yeah. agree. Did anyone catch any of the Puppy Bowl? <laughs> or has has that? Has that allure kind of faded over the past few years? I, I never even thought to turn it on, so no. Oh, I sorry. guess it faded. I, I guess it has faded. Alex, did you catch anything? I did not even think oh, about it. Too bad, neither did I. So move on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that the Super Bowl's over, the next biggest season, sports season, starts, and that's NFL off season. So oh. we'll have to, we'll have some draft coverage coming up in the next uh, couple episodes, hopefully. Are you ready? I need to do a lot of research. They're cutting out early draft. Mock draft (laughs) 1.0. Yeah, we're going to be getting into it. 
And we're going to be so excited for the Lions. We're going to be pumped because we're going to say they're going to take this guy. And they're not going to take him. They're going to take somebody else. And he's going to be a bust. He'll probably be out of the league in a year. I feel like it's not that hard to pick the first couple. But number two you might get right. But the... There's no way we get number 32. In fact, if we get number 32 right, I would I would be absolutely shocked. Well, you think you'd get number three right too, but obviously that hasn't happened, so it's just too bad. <laughs> hey, Okuda looks great right now. What are you talking oh, about? Oh my god, he's gonna be such a superstar. His, his recovery hey, videos are all over social media right now. Zach, just you wait, just you wait. The next superstar, Jeffrey Okuda for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, just you not. wait, <laughs> wait. No, it's. He's done. He is done. There's no way. No way. Hey, social media Social media says no, so we'll see. Actually, I think the next big season for um, for sports is uh, college basketball, right? March Madness is coming up. Yeah, that's oh, you true. Mean, you mean the month of Izzo? Yeah, yeah. Happy, okay. happy, Izzo, happy Izzo first, everyone. It's a great, it's a great month. We're not we're not doing that. Absolutely not. What do you the, mean? The month of Izzo. It is. Give me a break. This song is great, by the way. I know. It's tough to beat this one. It, it, this this does bring you into the college basketball mode. And, and I'll uh, admit, this is something coming from a guy who, I, admittedly, I'm not a big college basketball fan. I, I don't get into it. I have not watched a full game this year. I have not. I know Michigan, Michigan State are playing tonight. I'll, I'll probably watch bits of it. I'm going to be flipping between that and the State of the Union, I'm sure. Yeah, I just no. can't I, I can't get into it, but then dude, when March hits, it something's different. It's just I am I am all in. I think it's the most exciting content in sports of the entire year. I you can't think wait. You can't spring is starting. Yeah. You got the Masters coming up and oh. um you know, and the and then the, and then it's a song plays and you're like, "Oh boy, here we go. We're in for a great day of basketball." I know. The upsets. Oh, man. The buzzer beaters. It's just, it, it's nonstop. And I love it. I love every second of it. Yeah, that first that first weekend has to be the best. Oh, yeah. You, like, literally cannot not have a basketball game on. Like, every channel yeah. has basketball from 8 a.m. or from noon to, you know, 10 p.m. I love it. I, I, I'm I'm going to be so addicted to it this year. I can't wait. I'm going to get into it. Now the bar exam's over. I'm all in. I'm, I got my, I'm going to get my bracket filled out. I'm going to, I'm, oh, Man, get me to March. March Madness. It is madness. Oh. It, it is March. Uh, give me to it's Izzo. the start of March Madness, please. Izzo Madness. Okay, so we have tonight Michigan State versus U of M basketball. I'm not going to contribute to this conversation much. The only thing I know. Yeah! The, only thing, the only thing I'll say <laughs> is that Juwan Howard, not coaching, he's out because of that. For the rest of the season. Yeah. Because of uh, what, what did he do, Alex? He clocked them. Oh, he, he, he clocked pal- him. Palmed he just him. clobbered him. I think that I think the right word we're Annihilated? using. Palmed him. Palmed him. Yeah, yeah. It was an open palm to the face. Okay. Palmed him. So like a basketball, you palmed him. <laughs> so that's tonight. He's lucky to be alive. Really. <laughs> Stop it, Alex. <laughs> yeah, there's a big game tonight. MSU, U of M basketball. What Actually, I think it's it's probably side of the face. <laughs> what? Slap! <laughs> <laughs> it's actual audio of the interaction with John Howard. I think that's it the only. like it hurt. <laughs> sure, it did. I think it's the only thing that U of M fans have cared about in terms of their basketball team all season. I don't know if you watched the Illinois game. It was like empty no. in there. It was like it was just like nothing. Are, are, There's going to be a lot of green in the stands tonight. It, so where, I've been told. It, wait, where, where is it at? 
It's in the Chrysler Center in Ann oh, Arbor. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is there going to be a lot of green? Because nobody cares about Michigan basketball anymore? No, the students are on spring vacation. Yeah, a lot of fans have checked out because okay. they, so, su- they haven't been playing well. They suck. They have a chance. The game is in Southeast Lansing. I'm not going to say they suck. Alex. <laughs> can, can we have a normal d- this is turning into the face the, the instagram feed of ours all over again no no hey our instagram feed is not no. very biased <laughs> okay there were a couple there were a couple four eight five three nine is the instagram feed bias. <laughs> we got Give some great we got some great feedback actually i think everyone loves it so it, thank you zach I, I i do appreciate it yeah well, there's the bias is pretty apparent um <laughs> So, Alex, I'm curious what you have to say. Are the Wolverines making the tournament this year? Um, I'm gonna say I fooled. I'm them. gonna say no, because they have this game against Michigan State, which I think is gonna be difficult for them. They have Ohio State still, and I think they have one other game. I can't remember what it is, but let me look it up. I don't. I yeah, I'm looking Iowa. It up right now. It's Iowa in uh, in Iowa City. On yeah, so those night. are those are three games that I just don't see them winning any of them. Although they are five point favorites tonight, last I checked. Five so. points? Wow, they're putting a lot of money on MSU. It was at four when I last checked. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. On ESPN it's listed as four and a half point favorites right now. Okay. Okay. Um so I mean without their head coach, um, a pretty tough end of the season schedule here. I think they'd have to do very well in the uh, Big Ten Conference Tournament, maybe even win it to get to the the big dance. I just don't see it. I think they're a bit of a one-dimensional team this year. Their guard play has been pretty poor, and they pretty much are forced to go down low to, to Hunter Dickinson. Um, and as we saw in the first game against Michigan State, it just is too easy for us to make them one-dimensional and limit them in that way. And I think teams catch on. And, you know, games at the end of the season matter a lot more, and they'll – They'll key on that, and I don't see Michigan winning another game. So, yeah, no, I, I don't see them making the tournament. They might make the NIT, which is kind of a good punishment for Howard to come, <laughs> come back, back and coach. Punishment. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be in come the back NIT. off his suspension and have to coach the NIT. I'm sure he'll love that. Well, he'll be back for the Big Ten tournament too. So, but uh, one game, he'll yeah. be back for one game of the Big Ten tournament. I mean, to be honest with you, I see U of M and MSU have a lot of similarities in terms of. Um, inconsistency yeah and if they it's like if they shoot well then they look unstoppable but if they can't shoot well then they can't beat anyone you know (laughs) that michigan has caleb houston and and jones and they first of all the point guard play has been you know questionable at best for them this year and then a lot of their five-star recruits that they had coming in haven't really panned out and i mean kind of to be expected but it's also the the eli brooks and the hunter dickinson these leaders that they had from last year can't come through for them um, I, Alex, I actually don't know if the Michigan State will win tonight. I think it's going to be a tough game for them, mostly because it's at Chrysler, and I feel like U of M is due for a little bit, and I, I can't trust the Spartans to be consistently good. But, I mean, we can see if – I think the first 10 minutes will be telling on, on what you do, on who's going to win this game. Like, I mean, you watch the Purdue game when Michigan State hit a couple shots – it was uh, it, it was like wow, we can actually play with these guys, you know. And then, but if you're playing like Iowa and we were down like 20 in the first, you know, half, then you're we're not doing so well. So I, I think uh, we'll know in the first 10 minutes. I would actually probably favor. I would have MSU cover, but I'd favor U of M for this game. Anyway, so it'll be close. Yeah, 
But uh, Tom Izzo is actually going. He's on the verge of bringing breaking Bob Knight's uh, Big Ten win record. So he's tied with them after right? the win at Purdue. Yeah, and after he wins tonight, he'll. Uh, or if he wins tonight, excuse me, not after he wins tonight. Ah, uh, they'll, uh, they'll have a shot. When when he wins tonight? <laughs> How long is Izzo going to be coaching basketball at Michigan State? If you hundred more years, Alex. God bless America. <laughs> well, he's sixty-seven. <laughs> Yeah. So, and I don't know how old Coach K is, but he's in his seventies. Let me look. look up his age. But um, I'm just curious. I, I know there's no way to know. I think people are. Some people say like two more years. Some people say five more years. I don't know. Yeah. If he gets if he gets a national title in the next, you know, couple years, then definitely. Although I mean, he's only done that once. Coach but, K, seventy five. Yeah. So I mean, you could you definitely could get quite a few more years. Let out me of him. let me ask you this question: Do you think that Izzo needs another national title to kind of cement himself as like a, a, an elite coach in NCAA basketball history, or do you think without getting that, especially the past couple of years, is it kind of going to go down as you know maybe he wasn't as great as people think he was? Alex, um, I think I mean. I know what I how I feel about him. Well, okay, think, then I'm asking the wrong people. No, so no, 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 I, but, I, I, but I just I'm, want an unbiased response. I know what you're going to say. I'm, I'm going to try and give you a real answer, and I think a lot of people will say he does need that second national championship because without it, he doesn't stand up to the likes of Coach K or Roy Williams or Bill Self or any of the people that came in the previous era like Bobby Knight. Yeah. Um, and I just I think without the second championship, it's hard to compare him to those people. Um I, I mean, I do think that he has been at a program that hasn't supported him like some of the other schools do, where like North Carolina and Kansas really go all in on basketball. And quite frankly, those teams have had some questionable recruiting practices over the years. But Sounds like a bunch of excuses. <laughs> I do think Izzo has hurt himself by being a bit too much of a like do-it-by-the-book good guy. Um, but – yeah, I think without that national championship, it is hard to compare him to those coaches. Like even setting aside that off the court stuff that is impossible to prove or even bring into these conversations. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say his second national championship is not coming this year. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd know. say so. Yeah. yeah, I think his best chance was with uh, was Cassius's last year, the COVID year, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of looking like this year for Michigan State. These this, this group of guys is going to be like a two year group. Um, it's looking like Max Christie is going to have to come back for next year. Gabe Brown has another year of eligibility. So does Marcus Bingham. Um, and then these, you know, these freshmen that he has, Jay Nakins and Pierre Brooks, and um, those guys are going to probably be stepping up here and playing a bigger role on the team or at least be more consistent. So I think that there could be maybe next year we could be in that conversation. I don't know, but it's definitely not this year. We're way too inconsistent. How does the Big Ten look this year in general? I'm curious. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just wondering. Are, 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 are the Big Ten, like, is, is there anybody in the Big Ten doing really well? Is it, is no, it a big name this year? No. Or is it just like, this is pretty bad for the Big Ten this year? I don't think it's it that looks the, down. You think yeah. it's down? I think that they have a lot of I always good teams. The, I always thought the Big Ten was like uh, one of the top <clears throat> contenders for like the one, of the one of the best conferences for college basketball. People always say, like, hey, the, the Big Ten's right up there as, as one of the, the, the top conferences. right? But I guess this year is not the case. What do you think, Alex? I, I mean, I think it is. I think overall, from top to bottom, it has, um, like, the strongest overall. It's the strongest overall group, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think they have any elite-level real contender teams. And so that's going to hurt us. Like, I think we could very easily have every Big Ten team out 
by the second weekend kind of thing. But we could also very easily have, you know, six Big Ten teams make it to the second weekend. I mean, it could, it can really go either way. But it, it just it seems like overall the the strength of the Big Ten is down this year. I think a big problem we have is that the good teams this year have questionable coaches. Um, like Purdue is this big powerhouse. They have Jay Nivey and those bigs. And the coaching – you Matt got a problem Pain- with Painter? No, Painter's a great coach in the regular season, but he's never been able to do it in the postseason. Never. Like, he's never done anything that great. And he's done great things for the for the program in general. But And then there's, like, the Illinois program. They have that, that, that guy who just got thrown out the other day because he was hyping up the crowd. I don't know, some wild thing. <laughs> what? What happened? That was weird. It, the, the Illinois coach got thrown out because he was, like, pumping up the crowd. You can't do that? College refs are ass, dude. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. They suck. Um, it's weird. But uh, okay. And then who, who's the other team? Wisconsin. And Wisconsin's another team that just always does well in the regular season, and they can never seem to put it together in the postseason. And I mean, they all have superstars that are NBA talent, but they just—they're. I don't know if they have the coaching to really pull them through. So. All right, so predictions before we move on. Just predictions for tonight. What do you think if you had to pick a final score? And, and everyone listening, by the way, right now probably knows what happened, but we'll see how right you are right now. And everyone look in the paper or whatever. Look online. See if they're right. I said MSU covers, but U of M wins is what I have. Okay. Do you want to give a score? Mm, 72 to 75. Okay. Alex? Um, hmm. I think... I think MSU is motivated after their big win against Purdue. Um, U of M lost a close game to Illinois over the weekend where it looked like they were making a comeback, but they just couldn't do it. So I think it's going to be another similar type game like U of M played against Illinois, and MSU wins by by four. By four. I'm going to say I I really think that the the Spartans are on a a – much better trajectory right now towards the end of the season than the Wolverines. I think the Wolverines are down and out. I think it's tough. I think they're going to win by about 10 points. So I'll just say 72 to 62 Spartans. That's my thought. Wow. We'll see. Big Spartan slappy over here. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, well, we'll see what happens. Everyone listening right now probably already knows. By the way, just quick, quick uh, note is Joe Lenardi has U of M as one of their, uh, one of his last 18 teams in the bracket. So U of M is on the bracket right now. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, uh, listen, I want them to make the tournament. I, I do. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to lose tonight, and that's pretty much going to kill their chances, which is unfortunate. But I just think that's how it's going to go. We'll see. Uh, okay. Let's move along. I do. First of all, <laughs> I watched probably the, the, the craziest period in hockey I've ever seen. I wish I did. I, I heard about it the I next day. I didn't watch it live, but I, I it was recorded on, on my TV, and I watched it the next day. I had to watch it. It's the Red Wings versus the Maple Leafs at LCA in Detroit. Saturday night, this past Saturday, the Red Wings are down 7-2 to two at the end of the second period. Down 7-2. to two. That's, that's a pretty already, high score. That's already a football score, yeah. Nine goals in the first two periods. That's a lot. The third period... 10 to 7, the Red Wings lose. The Red Wings got five goals in the third period. The Leafs got three more. How does this happen? It was unbelievable. Mickey was going nuts. He couldn't believe it was happening. I've just never seen a period in hockey that was just so boom, 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 boom. 
I they, mean, it, it really, in the first 10 minutes of the period is when most of the action happened. Yeah. It well, was nuts. It was a 7-2 to two game, and then the Wings came back, and it was actually 7-8 to eight at one yeah. point, right? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was close. It was close. Or it may have been like 8-6, to six, I think. Or maybe then, it was eight to seven. Maybe and then they had the power right play, but it and then they, they they blew it on the power play. They yeah. Anything. Oh, the shorthanded goal that Toronto scored um, on the Red Wings power play. Yeah. And that pretty much killed any momentum that the Wings had at that time. But it was close. I mean, it was right there. I think you're right. It was a one goal differential at that point, and then the shorthanded they, goal, boom. The goaltenders were uh, not there or something. They checked out. I don't, they just dude, put I don't a cardboard know. cutout in for that game. Morazic was they they pulled a Leafs goalie with the lead because he gave up like three or four goals in the first few minutes of the third period, they put in a Morazic, who was the ex-Red ex Wing player, and he didn't do much better. <laughs> it was just it, it was just a mess, dude. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Uh, but Red Wings are really not going to go anywhere this year anyway, which is unfortunate. No, it's not looking like it. I mean, the the trade deadline's coming up. We'll see if they're buyers or sellers. I, I know Iserman is thinking that this team can make the playoffs, and they statistically can, but it's going to be... Very like ten games out difficult. or something, right? And yeah, it's gonna be tough. That would Boston be tough. Just has too many games in hand on them. Yeah, we can't catch them, which is too bad. No. I, I want to make the playoffs. I I want to get to that point. I mean, I, I I think they're ready. I think they're so close. Well, their problem is their defense, right? I mean, ten goals or whatever. Well, you I got mean, you got you got Mo Sider who's playing out of his mind, right, for a rookie. But then after that, it's kind of it's tough. Yeah, their their defense has been. Speaking of which, I gotta set my fantasy hockey lineup. I totally forgot. Uh, I should definitely do that mid-show. It's a I'm, great time to do it. I'm not doing um, fantasy hockey anymore, I don't think. I, I I forget. I just forget. It's not like football. Football yeah, is nice. you got once every, a week. Yeah. yeah, but this is like every day. I'll, I'll just check. Please carry on. I'm <laughs> checking. It's fine. I think I'm okay. Oh, I, oh, I got a few guys on my What do you think, Alex? What, what's wrong with the Red Wings? <laughs> uh, I don't know what's wrong with them. I think they're just inexperienced. They'll they'll come along. They just need a little a little bit more experience and a little bit more depth. You know, they need the third and fourth line guys that can chip in a goal every once in a while. They're so dependent on their top two lines to score, and I think that just kills their chances of winning a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that they're very close. If they don't make the playoffs this year, I think they will next year. And once you make the playoffs, they're still really fun to watch. They are fun to watch. Enjoying watching Cider play defense. He's incredible. Cider's great. Oh my god, Uh, he's. He's gonna be a, like a big star. I really think so. He is the real deal. Him and Lucas Raymond, right? Yeah, yeah. him and Raymond. But Cider is tough. I mean, Cider gets right in there after the play, and and I mean, as an enforcer, you know, I mean, he is he is tough, and yeah. he's offensive too, offensive minded, which is huge. Yeah. So I I I think it's good things on the horizon. And then they have another defensive guy in the in the. He's like uh, he's yeah. in Europe right now. Or we something. gotta get my brother on the show talk about the Red Wings now that the season's kind of kind of coming to a close. But they're saying I think things. His ab- name is Soderblom, and he's like six eight. He's yeah, huge. and they're saying things about him like they were saying about Mo Sider before he came, before he started. Yeah. So we'll see. Similar words. Um, there was a bit of breaking news over the past couple hours here. What was it right now? Just past seven o'clock here on um, March first, Tuesday night, and is first. What's that? Izzo first. Izzo? First. It's the first. Of Izzo. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Everyone just check the Instagram page. You'll, you'll get this content there. If, you, if you're loving this right now. <laughs> Our Insta stories are very unbiased. Very, very, very unbiased. Anyway. But the news came down. Did, did you – you were listening to the uh, Valenny on the way here. Yeah, yeah. So at the – 
the deadline for the um, the owner, the baseball owners, and the baseball players association to come up with some kind of deal before they started canceling regular season games was five o'clock today. Oh, and no. um, obviously, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the negotiations at all, but it sounds like they're not even close. They're not even like in the no. same universe. Like it's just it's ridiculous. When when, when millionaires are fighting with billionaires, there's gonna be problems. Yeah, well, it it, it sounds ridiculous in terms yeah. of like. Um, I'm, I, I don't know what side you're on. I, I think the players have a pretty good argument. But I'm on the side of starting baseball. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too. Baseball. Come on! I would. I mean, I who cares about baseball right now? And I, I know the Tigers have been bad, and it kind of, you know, that it, that contributes to it. Zach, we're going to be caring about baseball when it's April time frame, when it's when it's May. When we're looking for something to watch. I'm not a big, not a big baseball Tigers guy. Tigers were fun to watch last year. Tigers are so fun to watch. I know you're not a big baseball guy, Zach, but Tigers are... They're, I'm gonna be if they're not playing this year. I'm gonna miss it big time. Well, that's big the, time. That's the thing. So they they didn't meet their deadline at five o'clock. So they've already right. canceled the first two series for every baseball team. Okay. In so the like MLB. six games are, are done, and these are not going to. Or seven made games. Up. Yeah, yeah. Or seven games, and these will not be made up. These are just eliminated. Yeah, they don't want to yeah. make them up. So this means that these players are actually starting to lose money now because they're not getting paid for those games. Correct. So okay, all right. So it's getting serious, and and so, it's affecting the fans because we're not going to have opening day anymore. Yeah. So this is like the third year in a row that opening day won't happen because we had COVID, and then opening day didn't happen for some reason last year. I forget what happened. Was it rained out? Was it rain? You no, mean in Detroit? It was, yeah. Or, or for, for the MLB? No, for Detroit. Maybe we couldn't have fans. You couldn't have fans at opening day last year. I think year. you're right about that. And yeah. then, you're, and, that's true. And then this year, it's just not even going to happen. They already eliminated the game. Ridiculous. So, it's absolutely um, ridiculous. So there's rumors going around in terms of like what the owners want, and they're, I, they're both trying to strong arm the other, and it looks like the owners have like a – they've done the calculus or whatever, and yeah. it turns out if they play – or if they don't play until May 15th, that's when they start losing money. So the rumor is that the owners are willing to hold out until May 15th to start baseball. Can you imagine? The whole month of April is gone. <laughs> that sucks, man. April I, the D I is have ruined. I popular opinion. I mean, oh, here I, don't we go. Want, I don't want them to lock out, but I don't think baseball should start until maybe even June anyway. Oh, my God. Is that a hot take? Really, June, Alex? June is tough. Maybe May. Maybe May. But I, think, I just like it's watching baseball in April. It's so cold. It's not fun anyway. It's but unless you're playing in Florida or Arizona, like it's just I don't see a point to it. I I kind of 160 cont- games is so many. 160. Way too many. Alex, I kind of contend the other way around. I'd prefer the season to just be shortened on the latter half or the latter end because. The World Series has spilled into November now. That's November. Oh, I do agree. That's ridiculous. Come on. You're playing in some northern ballparks outdoors in November when it's you know, 32 degrees. You can't pitch in 32-degree weather. Baseball is not made for cold weather like that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Late October into November. Come on. So I think you're both right. <laughs> Why not both? That's what yeah, I think. I, wanna see, I honestly would love to see like 100... I mean, I know that's probably crazy. They'll It'll never, never happen. That. They'll never shorten but, the season. So maybe like 150, like just a nice yeah. even number, but drop it down, get a couple days off for these guys. 160 is ridiculous. 162, I know, but 
I like how Alex, you wanted a nice round number. Well, that's, no, I, that's big. I agree that in, in baseball's supposed to for be aesthetics, played. of course. Baseball's supposed it's to be easier for me to figure out what the record could be. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. And it would make more games matter. You know, 162. Sure. If you start shortening the season, it makes more games more you know I, important. I hate to say it, it's it's a completely moot point. It'll never happen. It's so I know, but the the season is so diluted. Like it's just like oh yeah, there's always baseball on in the background. Like no one, especially since the Tigers haven't been good. It's just like it's not that. It's not appointment viewing. What do the players want? Do Do you know any other demands? Has that been discussed? Really, I don't I'm know. Sure, it's been discussed. I don't know if Alex knows more about this. I, I, I don't know anything. I know it's a lot of economics in terms of like the players getting paid. In terms of there's like this service time manipulation thing well, I've been guess. hearing about. The players want more money, and the owners don't want to pay them that extra money. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, All right. but um, so <laughs> it's actually kind of crazy. So uh, the there's no like salary floor in the MLB. Yeah. So teams like the Cleveland Guardians have just a just a ridiculous salary like for all their team put together. I think the, Wait, who there's no salary. The Cleveland cap. Guardians. Are you, like, there's no salary cap. There's no salary cap, but Zach, there's also Zach, no salary that's, floor. That's a Triple A team. I don't know who you're talking. About. <laughs> Sorry, the Cleveland Indians. Excuse me. Oh no! Don't say that. Oh yeah, yeah. My the bad. Cleveland no, baseball team. No, I'm racist. <laughs> Cleveland baseball team. Hopefully, I'm not gonna wake up from spine surgery soon. Um, oh god. So, <laughs> Miguel, hold on to those cameras tight. But something. Like, Miguel Cabrera makes more money than the his contract's bigger than the entire Cleveland Guardians uh, team put together. They have like they're paying their players less than his contract. Amount. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So there's like these I mean, teams. That's not a good thing. It's not like Cabrera's worth that much. No, and, and yeah, maybe part of that is on the Tigers for paying him, you know, that much money for for now. But a lot of that too is that they're not paying the players. Like there's these there's this top one percent of baseball players that get these huge contracts, like the biggest contract in sports, right? Is, yeah. I don't know some some Angels or Los Angeles Dodgers player. I forget his name. But the the rest of the MLB doesn't make that much money in terms of the revenue, and baseball revenue has gone up year after year after year. Yeah. But they're not player salaries have been on the decline. Well, they so have that, they have that antitrust exception for some reason. Yeah. I mean, I know they have. I mean, but you know, it's so, a little archaic to to have that exception. Yeah, I, I I and I don't know the exact thing, but it just seems like the the players are getting screwed out of some money. And there's also this weird thing with service time manipulation where you can have a player like come up and, you know, pitch for your team for a little bit for a couple of things. And as long as he doesn't stay in for this many innings and you send him back down to triple A, well, he haven't, can. Haven't he, they always had that? Yeah, yeah. But you yeah. can keep him until he doesn't actually need to sign a contract until he's like yeah. 27 or 28 or something ridiculous. I know. And then that's most of your playing career where you're not making any money on your on your talent. You know, these you. I mean, you can only play what, like maybe thirteen years after that. Your half of your playing career is down the toilet, in terms of making that you know that rookie salary. So there's a lot of things that the players have gripes about that I think actually makes sense, but I don't. It doesn't sound like the owners want to come to it. And yeah. honestly, at the end of the day, it's only hurting the sport more. I know the numbers are struggling in terms of getting people to watch and go to the baseball games, and now you're just canceling games, and it makes people just. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I personally, I'm not, I'm, I don't care as much. I, even if I did, I don't. Even if I watch baseball, you know. Do you think you're the norm of of people our age who would, about baseball? I would say so. I don't know if you guys is watch that a it problem. All. I watch baseball. I love watching the Tigers. Okay, I'm I'm a huge Tigers fan. And I know last year they had a you know an up 
you know, a, a promising season. I I'd guess watch you would the Tigers say. over the Pistons at any every day. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a big NBA fan either, but I think yeah. most I don't think most people care about baseball, especially around Detroit, our age. I think baseball's struggling. That's I don't a, know what you think. That's a problem. Alex. That's a problem. That's going to be a problem. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is struggling, especially in markets like ours where we have it's already a small market to begin with, and then the team's not doing very well. I mean, I I put it on in the summer. Sure. Every night, just in the background, even if I'm not watching it, just while I'm doing other stuff, cooking dinner or, you know, stuff around the house. But, um, yeah, I don't watch super intently even. And I'm probably, I don't know, like even that behavior is probably top 10% of baseball fan or just people our age in general. Yeah. And they're involvement it's engagement gonna, it's going to be a bigger problem down the road once you know once the generations kind of move along they're going to have to try to stay relevant somehow yeah it's not going to be easy but they've been talked about they've talked about this for years and nothing's really changed no but, they always wait you yeah. know it's yeah, going mean, to bite them in the ass at some point i mean really it will oh yeah so absolutely we'll when when the revenue stops yeah. you know going up and now it starts to go down and baseball players are you know, hopefully they make more money after they sign whatever contract or agreement they come to. Baseball's probably hoping that like football is outlawed by <laughs> twenty or thirty years. I mean, it's that's too dangerous. I think I think more people care about the football off season than they do about you know baseball. Well, the fo- real season. Football off season is the second biggest sport. Yeah, I mean it really is. So well, I mean, what MLB's you know is it America's sport? America's pastime? I don't know. Well, it's their pastime, but is it their you know current time? <laughs> 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 it's tough to say. We'll see. I mean, they're going to start canceling more games. So I know. Is there another deadline where they're going to start canceling more games? That, you, or is it just I kind of on a rolling basis? I'm sure now? there is one, but I don't know it. Right know. Now We've already started. Uh, I'm sure it'll just roll at this point. Yeah, you're just right. every week is another you know couple series that they have yeah. to knock off because they play every day, right? So every day that they don't get a deal done is just more time that sure. gets pushed back. They got a week uh, eliminated right now, seven days, so seven games. So, yeah, yeah that's going to be uh, probably another week from now. There'll be more if they don't reach a deal. The Tigers are missing out on the Mariners and the Athletics. Oh, that's tough. Oh, West Coast trip. Those are usually really tough for us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Those are away games? Um, Yeah, both of them. Oh, okay. Both of them. Oh, so opening day might be saved. Maybe. It's, Maybe. They're not, they're April, not getting, they're April not 8th is actually um, – with the White Sox, that is the opening day. So I would, I would imagine no. I, it sounds like they're not gonna make it. It deal. sounds like the owners are willing to push it all the way to the fifteenth, which is just holy cow. That's a lot of games actually. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at it right yep. now. Yep. Seven. It's horrible. It's horrible. If they cancel more games, eventually, the, I mean, get down to like what two hundred games in the season. That's just okay, crazy. Alex. <laughs> it's not I'm that bad. Yeah, we'll have a Fourth of July opening day, and they'll only be able to play 145 Six. games. You know, maybe they'll push it down where there's only like a 30 game season. Then every game is going to be super intense. I mean, it's going to be just be a complete battle. So who It'll be knows? fun. And they Sorry, play I'm it doing... all in a month too. No, that's all right. <laughs> I'm doing the math in my head. It's like 30, 39, 41 games. If if they push it all the way to May 15th. Which is a quarter of their season. That's just, I mean, I, it, I could be wrong, but it's around 40 games yeah. that you're missing out on, which is crazy. Not good. Not good. That is wild. Uh, okay. Um, why don't we move along here? There is uh, the weekend, the past weekend, had a new Saturday Night Live, but you didn't watch it, Zach, which is too no, bad. No, but I want to. I, I had a busy you weekend. I watch really it. had all my intentions on Zach, watching this one. I, Maybe we shouldn't spoil it for him. Oh, spoil it? 
No, 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 no. For the listeners, we need to talk about it. There's nothing to spoil. Our, just loyal, our loyal listeners need to listen well, to this. Well, listen, I'm I'm critical of SNL a lot. I'm a stickler because I'm a huge fan. I am. And I, I love watching SNL. They have good shows. They have bad shows. They have very bad shows. They have very good shows. This one was by far the best show of the season. By far. I don't even think it's close. They didn't deal with politics that much at all. They kept That's it. rare. I know. It, it is rare. But is it because uh, Sleepy Joe is in office? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's not as much, um, I don't know. They don't want to poke fun at that. Could it, be. It, it's, it doesn't fall in line. You know, maybe. I love that, I love that t- that's his nickname, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> sleepy Joe. He's a sleepy guy. It's great. But, yeah, no, it, it doesn't. maybe it doesn't fall in line. It doesn't fit the narrative. Or they just kind of want to focus on other things. I don't know. Whatever it is, I don't care. I, if they can stick to skits. Just funny, normal, random skits that actually take creative writing. They don't just pull headlines and kind of have a little writing. That's what SNL should be. You know? Probably. I loved it. What do you think, Alex? I thought it was a great episode. I thought it was excellent. Right right from the jump. I thought the monologue was good. I thought the first sketch was hilarious. And they started off on such a silly note with that first sketch yeah. that it just set the whole show up for, for success. It, it was John Mulaney. Are you talking about the monkey trial one? Yeah, yeah, the monkey judge. Let, monkey judge. Um, it's, this it's, is such a, like a Conan-type skit, too. I know. And Conan made an appearance, too. They did the cold open in like the middle of the show because instead of the cold open for the show, they had the um, – what was it, Alex? It was a Ukrainian like choir. Yeah, I don't know exactly who they were, but yeah, it was some New York Ukrainian choir. Yeah, yeah. So they were, you know, doing the virtue signaling, which I guess they have to do. But the New York Ukrainian choir was singing, I believe they were singing Silent Night in Slavic. And that's what they did for the, in, in lieu of the cold open, they moved the cold open to the middle of the show, which was great. It was about the Five Timers Club because John Mulaney is hosting five times. But John Mulaney was a writer on the show, and he never really was meant to be a, a an on-stage actor or a featured player, but he made his appearance on the show from time to time, and he's good. He's really good. He's a great he's a great stand-up, and it's it's just he does a great job. I'm a huge Mulaney fan, and I want to play part of this the the monkey trial. It's it's the silliest. It's I'll play a little bit of it, but it's just John Mulaney is a judge, but he's a monkey instead. So he's going to do monkey things as a judge. It's really funny. Thanks again and for taking my case. What's that, Alex? Well, I, I mean, I think it'll become apparent, but the the funny part is that the client comes in because he's been attacked by her. She's been attacked by a monkey. Yeah. And of course, it's an open and shut case. The only way they could possibly lose is if the judge is a monkey. <laughs> How could I not? Your neighbor keeps a wild monkey as a pet in a residential neighborhood, you go over to say hi and get mauled, it's not right. Do you think we'll get a settlement? Absolutely, unless we wind up with the wrong judge. Oh yay, oh yay, all rise, the Honorable Judge Tango presiding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's walking in. Well, that's a tough break, we got the monkey judge. Judge? Yeah, he was appointed last year by that governor who loved pranks and struggled with addiction. Uh, please be seated. <laughs> no one 
look me in the eye. Do not make any noises that I do not know. I do not feel cornered, so we can begin. I have decided to allow cameras in this courtroom. However, if I see my image in the monitor, I will think it is a rival monkey, and I will completely lose it. Also, let the record show that I am fairly close to completely losing it. The court recognizes the shape in the blue with the gray. Proceed. Uh, thank you, Your Honor. My client went to say hello to the defendant and his pet monkey, Gummo. No Gummo. What? Tango. Yeah, I know. I'm talking about a different monkey. Yeah, no Gummo. Tango. Should I keep going? Yeah, but I'm going to throw a little sand to show dominance. All right. Okay, so... My client was at the defendant's house when, out of nowhere, his pet monkey grabbed her hat whoa, and... Whoa, 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 whoa. Was this the same hat you normally wear, or was it in any way different? Well, normally I wear an orange bucket hat, and this time I had on a green baseball cap. Let me get this straight. You walked up to this monkey as a different shape, and you expected what? For him to just be cool with that? For you to not feel his insane breath on your face as he broke all the bones in your body with the strength of 30 men? Well, he is in a hanging mood today. Are you sure? He's smiling. Uh, no, he's baring his teeth. <laughs> All right, it goes on and on. It's it's funny. It's a small it's a small sample of what I thought was a great show. So Zach, please watch it. It's a bit on that. It's a bit on that uh that lady who it was a trick or treaters who got bit by the monkey in the backyard in Halloween. Is that what it's from? Like a real story? Yeah, you don't remember that? I don't think I don't know if this is based on a real story. Okay. I'm not gonna pull. Oh, it. the Texas coach's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, her. yeah. Oh, I remember that now. I think we talked about it on the show. I think you're right. Oh my God! Was it last Halloween? Or was that was it? that was. I think that was last Halloween. Yeah. Oh gosh, maybe it is based on that. It's <laughs> great writing, man. I, it, it's so good. Please watch. Please watch and let us know. Yeah. But I, I was I was so happy. I heard with great that. things about it. So yeah. I will. Um. Well, I know. Okay. First of all, are, is anybody here watching Ninety Day Fiance except for me? Uh, take okay. one guess. All right. So anyway, you guys should be watching 90 Feet. I, okay. Well, it should replace your Bachelor because the Bachelor's been horrible this season. The Bachelor's been bad. I'm. How would I'm, you know, Zach? I've only heard bad things. I really have. Really? I was at I was at lunch yesterday, and they were just talking about how bad it was. And I don't even like it. How can it, I like it if it was bad? Zach, it's boring right now. It's it's the middle of the season. It's just boring. I think Clayton. Boring, boring. He is so boring. He is not entertaining. He is the most. How bland... can a football star be boring? <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. Bland, vanilla, just lazy, monotone, boring. It's horrible. It's horrible. And it's just they they try to create these villains. The Shanae was the villain. Uh, you know, but before she was kicked off, uh, she lost. She gone. Yeah, she gone. Bye bye. And, um, you know, that was their big thing. She's trying to cause a ruckus. And now they have this, um, the, the latest, I'm, like I said, I am on, I'm watching last Mondays. So not, not the 30th of, or the 28th of February, but the 21st of February. So you can't even keep up. It's so bad. No, I can't. Well, I, I was a little practical with the bar exam, so I'm catching up. I'm trying, <laughs> but you know, I, I'm, I'm there and it's the, the whole thing now is that this, this old hag, uh, she's 33, the oldest person on the show. And 
<laughs> she she's upset because this 23 year old is getting more attention and she goes to Clayton the, the 33 year old the old hag and she's like I don't think that 23 year old is here for the right reasons I don't think she's ready for marriage oh great yeah and you know she sounds pretty typical yeah and the 23 year old got a second one on one and you know the 33 year old hasn't had any yet and then the 33 year old gets booted off the show Clayton sides with the younger one and, and the old hag is gone so so that was the latest thing. So who knows what's going to happen next. It's just a little boring. I, I will say this, though. I will say this, Zach and Alex. I am ready for this. Thank you. Incre- you're welcome. This incredible finish of the of the season where he, he goes, yeah, I was in love with all three of you, and I was intimate with both of you. And it's just. Oh, yeah. I a, forgot about that line. Com- I cannot wait. I've been dying yeah, for that. It's season. a complete breakdown. So that's the only reason I'm watching it. And I, I just want to get there. I want to see this drama, and I want to see what happens with all of this. So hometowns are coming up in like a week or two or something, and then it's going to be the fantasy Swedes, and then this that's, big revelation. That's what, yeah, that's so, a good episode. I'm I'm looking forward to that. So I'm standing by. I'm upset because it's boring, but it's it's you know it's okay. I do think, I do think that 90 Day Fiance has kind of surpassed The Bachelor, at least in my mind. I, I really, really do. It could have. It's, I mean, we were going over the numbers the last time we had a show. I'm pretty sure they were higher than The, the, the Bachelor. The big thing was there was um, G, uh, Gino. Gino and Jasmine. Gino is like a 53-year-old guy from Canton, Michigan. He's a he's a nerd. He really is a nerd. And Jasmine is from, um, I believe, Panama. Panama. And, you know, she's the one who's kind of, you know, crazy, who gets yelling and screaming. We've talked about Jasmine before in the show. Yeah, the she's the Brazilian, right? Yeah. She's yeah. no 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 she's um she's uh not Brazil what did I just say? Not Brazilian. Um Panama. Panama 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 Panama. Excuse me. Oh, she's the his Panamanian. ex was from Brazil. Yeah the ex was when when the Sorry. When, yeah when Jasmine didn't like that his house was decorated. Yeah in, that's in confusing. The, yeah. But anyway the latest thing was they're on that little trip, right? Because because Gino got her a toothbrush for Christmas, and, and Jan didn't li- Jasmine didn't like that. So yeah, she it was a nice electric toothbrush. Yeah, yeah, not bad. And so to to get back at Gino, Jasmine books this twenty five hundred dollar trip to this island in Panama. I guess Panama has islands. Panama. <laughs> and 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 she's like, Gino, you have to pay for it. And Gino says, Okay, I guess so. I'm unemployed right now. My budget's tight. And they go there, and it's nice. It's great. And then. Uh oh, Gino's ex reaches out to Jasmine. And guess what Gino did? Gino sent topless photos of Jasmine to his ex. Ooh. I know. Why does she want him? That's a good question. I don't know. Gino <laughs> what, said to make it. Make her jealous? That's what Gino claims, but. Oh my God! Jasmine lost it. Jasmine lost it. It was just a nightmare. That's it was a, a pretty nightmare. fair reason to lose it. Oh sure, and Gino's like, they were not nudes. Your your breasts were showing, yes, but they were not nudes. And and Jasmine is just like, oh yeah, you're a sick old man. You're a sick old man. And she's just absolutely livid. But they got they got over it. They 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 made up and they're fine now. So it's kind of <laughs> something crazy. you just moved past. Yeah, you know? no, they just moved past. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Sorry, I accidentally started a drop, but I stopped it. <laughs> oh, I thought better. <laughs> they moved past it. It happens in every relationship. You know, you accidentally send the nudes to your ex, yeah. and then you just move on. It's okay. Yeah. So I, I, I guess that was just something they moved past. So it was kind of crazy. Good for them. The other one, you remember the uh, Ben? Another guy from Michigan, Frazier, Michigan, who was trying to meet Mahogany. 
this this fifty mid fifties bodybuilder is chatting with this person from uh, somewhere in the wheelchair. No, 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 no. She was canceled, by the way. She was canceled. The one in the wheelchair. Why? She had racist tweets from ten years ago. Oh my god. I know. She said the n word in a tweet, and yeah. now was she, she in a wheelchair because she broke her spine? She was in a wheelchair. <laughs> She's in a wheelchair because she's like two foot ten. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and she doesn't have like working feet that work very well, at least. Anyway, they're not even following them anymore because she's racist. So that's done with. Uh, thank God. I was I was livid when I found out that she sent those tweets out, and then she was still in the show for another week because oh, I guess they geez. they had the show in the can and they were ready to air it. So she was mm. still in the show after the news came out. That's terrible. So I know I, I was I was livid. I actually wrote TLC an email, but um, now she's gone. Thank God. So we're good. And the other one, the other one, mahogany is real. It wasn't a catfish. She was real. Oh, he sent her money and she actually turned out to be real. Yeah, she was real. Mahogany was somewhere in South America. I can't remember exactly. Some Spanish speaking country. Um, it may be Brazil. Anyway. Well, they're Portuguese. So. Well, I don't know what it was. Yeah, you're right. Zach, I apologize. Somewhere in Central America, Ben flies down there. It's, it's Central or South America. Those are also I, two different things. I don't know. It's some. It's some. It's one of those. It's one of those countries. Let me just look it up. <laughs> You're going to get yourself in trouble here. You might get canceled. <laughs> no, no, no. I just can't remember the actual country. Um, bu- 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 bu. But anyway, she is real. She is real. Um, 20-year-old or 24-year-old from South America. So that's as specific they're getting. It's it's Peru. Okay. It's Peru. Um, so he goes down. She doesn't meet him at the airport. And it's like, where is she? Next day, don't hear from her. And he finally says, I, look, I'm, I'm driving to your town. You're like an hour away from where I'm staying by the airport. I'm driving there. I'm just going to go to this restaurant. At 8 o'clock, I'll be there. If you want to meet me, meet me there. And she shows up. She shows up. It's it's weird. But, you know, she, her face was obviously very filtered from the photos that he sent to her. Or mm, she sent to him. I see. And, edits. and, you know, but, you know, she's still very attractive and and. And Ben's like, I love you, I love you. And she's not saying it back, and Ben's very concerned about that. So it's like, finally, why don't we meet your parents? Let's meet your parents. And Jeez. you can tell by this point. Please like, move quickly. Yeah. Well, th- apparently they've said, like, I love you so much on the messages they've sent. Oh, okay. And, you know, Mahogany's not really reciprocating that down there. It's weird. And she's not really showing the love back. But Ben is all over it. So Ben's like, I know your dad disapproves of me. Let's meet your parents. And they're like, okay. Ben thinks she lives with her parents. Ben thinks she's 24. Ben goes to this house that that Mahogany sets up. It's not her house. It's weird. It's it's and he's all freaked out. Like, yeah, there's bunk beds in the house. There's all these decorations that Mahogany has no idea about. There's there's these random pictures. I don't even know what house I'm in. And Ben's like, I thought you live with your parents. And Mahogany's like, No, I don't. I don't. The parents come to this house. It's the most awkward meeting ever because the the dad is like suspicious of ben ben's suspicious of mahogany it comes out that she's 22 not 24 and she has kids no kids oh not that, that we know of but <laughs> but she lied about her age to ben during <gasps> the meeting with the parents oh my god yeah she's not 24 she's 22 and, and why ben, does that matter well, I think when you're like oh, 53, that half your age plus seven. Or when you're something, like 53 and you're Ben's age, there's probably a pretty big difference between 24 and 22. Plus, she lied to him, so he's well, not very happy. I mean, either way, if the rule is half your age plus seven, 
Yeah, he's, he's already way under. He's way he's yeah. he's way above that. Yeah. So so he's having problems with that. He leaves like in the middle of the meeting because he's upset. He's like, "Yeah, this is weird. I I don't know what to do. I think I'm just gonna go home." And anyway, it it, it looks like it's fizzling out. Oh, that's too bad. But anyway, very it's, promising. It's great content, and um, she's got a couple check checks for free, I guess, huh? <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Uh, she did get my some words money. a little bit. She did get some money. Um. So yeah, it's uh it's a wild ride. I've made a bad purchase here. <laughs> uh, are you guys watching the State of the Union? Excited? No. Pumped? A State of the Union viewing uh State of the Union viewing party perhaps? Actually, I don't I'm kind of tempted with the with the current events that are going on, you know, maybe yeah. they'll say I I doubt he'll say anything too crazy about, you know, what's going on in Russia and Russia Ukraine. Ukraine. That's it, honestly, it's a, it's such a sad situation. It, it really is a, 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 a. The whole situation is horrible. It's it's absolutely wild. It's I don't, terrible. It's it kind of crazy. Wild. It is kind of crazy that just it almost seems like this came out of nowhere. It sounds like there was some kind of backstory that it's kind of been building up to this, you know, that they noticed in whatever Eastern Europe or yeah. whatever. But this, um, I don't know. It, it's crazy that you can just invade another country and like you, nobody you and nobody. Can't. I mean, well, Putin's crazy. He, he is. He's downright crazy. I'm not afraid to say it. He is. Oh yeah, he's crazy. I mean, come on. It, it doesn't seem like even his Russian citizens they don't support him. No, it, it, I mean, every headline is like this billionaire from Russia gives you know is yeah. condoning the war. You know, these people condone the. War. It's kind of crazy that it it's going to this. If, if you hear the rumor that he's at like having a health crisis. And he has no. like an expired, like a he might be. There's there's rumors like that going on. It's I mean, I don't know if you've been no really reading about it. Oh, I I have. Yeah, I yeah. have. I did not hear that rumor. I've I've heard him where he doesn't use the internet. Um, he doesn't use cell phones. He's very isolated from the outside world. Yeah, and just and all he's being told by his whatever by his people in government. I don't I don't know. He's just being told what he wants to hear. Yeah, and that's it. And he's going to do what he wants to do, but he's very isolated and drawn off from the world. That could make sense. I, I there's a ton of like I didn't hear he's having misinformation. Like, he's having some type of like health crisis or something. Maybe I don't. From my reading, like every article has like a different focus. Yeah, and it, it's very well. There's so much. I mean, yeah, there's so much. And it's just like there's so much, and it never seems to like really come together and make yeah. sense. You know, there's no like one story. There was saying, too, that Russia was saying that the Ukraine was making nuclear weapons, although there's no evidence to really back up that claim, and that's why they invaded and stuff like that. So I haven't heard that either. Yeah. But yeah, there's, that was new. To, that was like new yesterday. There's probably a like lot that. of stuff that's been reported that's not true, but there's probably a lot of stuff that is true that's never going to be reported, too. Oh yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean. And there's and there's also stuff being reported that's very true. So it, it's almost like, what do you believe? I don't know. And it, it, it's almost weird because you get all these social media posts too about it. Yeah. It's like, it's not like anything we've seen before. No, where like, not even close. Yeah, like just not like, our generation. No, like these, like these posts of like, you know, people standing up to tanks and like doing weird stuff. Yeah, or like the the carnage after a, you know a battle and stuff like that. Just on like Twitter, it's it's a really really unique situation. I mean, think about you, you think about World War Two, and this is not to that level. I understand. I'm not making the comparison, but there is no real video, at least compared to now, of World War II. I mean, there is video, obviously. Yeah. But with today, everyone's got a camera in their pocket. Yeah. Everyone's got something to record video on, and we have social media to share it everywhere. Yeah. There's going to be pretty much every single piece of this war video documented. 
Yeah. It's just, it, it's impossible for that not to happen. And that's a very unique circumstance because that was never the case before, but is that going to change how conflicts between countries or wars go about because of social media, because of phones, because of the internet? I mean, that's a, it's a new, it's a new revelation in this type of situation. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. He lost his Taekwondo black belt, though. It has been stripped from him. So yeah. not only these no sanctions. One, no one, yeah, the sanctions are huge. Apparently, yeah. like, the economy is just in ruin right now in Alex, Russia. what do you think about Putin losing his Taekwondo black belt? <laughs> I just love Zach's comment. These sanctions are huge. <laughs> They're bigger. They're the biggest sanctions. They've ever been. Nothing bigger than these sanctions. I mean, I mean the thing is that that's probably the one that's affecting him the most. Is this Taekwondo? Yeah, I bet that's I mean, huge. He probably doesn't care about the economic sanctions. I mean, it's just going to hurt the yeah. population of Russia. He doesn't care about that. But what about the Adidas? What about the Adidas jumpsuits that aren't sent to Russia anymore? That's true. That's tough. <laughs> I mean, that's a staple in Russia, right? I thought so. <laughs> but I mean, all, At all least the- in the movies. <laughs> All these businesses coming out, no more business with Russia. G- General Motors, um, they, they cut ties with exporting vehicles to Russia. Um, obviously, all the sanctions and it, 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 the banking now, you know, that's that's the big thing. Nobody's doing banking with Russia. At least it's been it's been significantly reduced. Can, can Putin come out of this a winner? I mean, is there any saving grace? There, there can't be. They're just, no, there's just, there's no he's way. All, he's all in or nothing at yeah, this point. You're right, he Alex. He has to be. I mean, I don't know. He just, he looks so much like the bad guy and he is the bad guy. And no, there's no coming out of this. Okay. He's, it's kind of like if he, if he makes it out of this, makes it out of this and accomplishes what he wants to accomplish, then he's just, you know, like the leader of North Korea, like Kim Jong-un and like people just think of him that way. And if he doesn't accomplish what he wants to accomplish, then he's probably a dead man. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, it's there's no way it can end good for him. There's but no, no way. But there also nobody knows what he wants. Like it doesn't really make sense, does it? Well, what he says he wants might not actually be what he really wants. He could be saying one thing and thinking the other thing. Like there's concerns that Ukraine was going to join NATO or something like that. Yeah, I mean that's that's a theory why he you know wanted to invade and take them. He, he you know, supposedly considers Ukraine and Russia one people, and. But here he is Obviously bombing his not. own his own people. <laughs> he's 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 using these tactics that are outlawed um, by the Geneva Agreement. Where, where there's these planes that just like drop these like like mini scatter bombs that pretty much go a one mile radius. And they're these bombs that just you know blow up maybe I don't know. I was watching video of it on on on, on TV earlier today. Even there's just these bombs that blow up like a like a twenty foot di- diameter or like a like a like a ten foot radius just randomly. Mm. It could be anybody, though. It could be a civilian. It could be a, somebody's car driving. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. And and they're just they're just doing this randomly. I mean, come on, it's it's crazy. Some of these Texas, that forty mile train of tanks, um, trying to come in to the to the capital. Um, so I don't know. I I don't know where this is gonna go. I don't know how long it's gonna last, but it's it's just it's yeah. such a shitty situation. It's horrible. It's it's really horrible because people are getting killed and cities are being destroyed. And beautiful cities are being destroyed. And Putin is ass. Putin is ass. That's my takeaway yeah. from it. War, war is always bad. Are you watching tonight, Alex? Or are you going to be the focusing? Union? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be interested to see what he says. I don't know if I'll watch live. 
Yeah. Um, just, I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect. I hope he says something strong about especially that situation going on over there sure. in Ukraine. Um, but no, I probably won't watch live. I'll just read the news stories yeah. about it in the morning. I mean, it's it's current events. I mean, people are going to watch. I mean, somebody like me who, who loves news and, and reading content and stuff, it's like you – at least I have to watch, you know. At least that's what it seems like. I don't have to. But I mean – any other night I would, but Michigan, Michigan State. I know. So. I know. I know. That's that's the thing. <laughs> Taking a back seat to some basketball. Same yeah. thing for me. Yep. Makes sense. Makes just sense. you know, you get home from work, you need a, a break, a mental break. I get it. Not a not more <laughs> politics. All right. Are are you guys all set? Is there anything else you want to talk about today? Episode number fifty four. Crazy. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> are you guys good? You want to get out of here? I'm good. Let's get out of here. Let's, Let's get, get out of here. We're at about 139. Ooh, ready longer to move show. Along. Not bad. The listeners deserve a longer show after a little hiatus. I know. We did. We missed a lot. Yeah. Are we going to be back next week? Yeah, we'll be more consistent Yeah, now. let's try it. I'd really like that. Um, man, there's going to be a lot of basketball talk coming up with March Madness. We're going to be getting some NFL mock drafts. Um whatever other news is going on in the world. Maybe there's an update with baseball. I don't know. Um, yeah, who knows? There's always something going on. There's always something going on. Please follow us. Our social media is booming right now. Well, yeah. Yes. S- says the man wearing the Spartans hat right now. An unbiased social media story. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we have Twitter. We have email. Send us an email. Cuttingoutearly.podcast at gmail.com. Hey, that's my job. I'm sorry, I took your line. Go ahead, Alex. What are the other? At ones? cutting out early on Twitter, cutting out early dot podcast on Instagram. You know where to find us. Send us a message somewhere, please. And uh, <laughs> we have been getting messages. Week. Go green. Have we? Yeah. About our story. So there you go. Oh, go green and go white. I'll be rooting for the Wolverines. So go blue. <laughs> Gosh, you said they were going to lose guys. by ten. They are <laughs> still rooting for him. See you guys next week. See ya.